Baker Mayfield stood back there in his igloo and continued to throw duck after duck that was swatted down by almost every player on the Browns defensive lineman. And then when he got the ball over the defensive line, it was a horrid, a horrid pass. I mean, 700-mile-an-hour fastballs flying over the receivers. It, it was awful. It was an atrocious performance and a QB-friendly offense. Like, every throw was quick. It was just, it was just way right. Welcome to episode 53 of the Frenemies podcast. NFL recap today. Great weekend of football. I mean, I thought it was phenomenal. Great endings. Kickers sucked, except for Cade York. Um, questionable coaching decision, especially by the Broncos coach Hackett. I have no idea what he was doing. And I'm pretty sure all of our picks did not do well. Because there's a lot of games that did not go a lot of people's way. Do we, yeah, make sure you get your picks ready. Just so we know. Because we're going the same order we did last time. Okay. All right. So I'll start us off. Bills, Rams. I picked the Bills. Sorry, I picked the Rams. I was very wrong. Um, the Rams just didn't look ready to play. Stafford did not look good. Allen looked phenomenal. Even with the turnovers, even with the Bills turning the ball over, they still never punted. They still dominated. The Bills were by far the better team. And Von Miller was phenomenal. Jackson. Yeah, I had the uh, Bills here. This was the game I was most accurate on. I had the Bills blowing out the Rams. Uh, and I don't think it's a surprise. The Bills just became the first team in the history of the NFL to uh, go three out of four games without a punt. Uh, and that they're lucky for them. They just cut their punter, so they got to continue that. Um, the Bills are a phenomenal team. They, I think right now after that performance, it's them or the Chargers in the AFC or the Chiefs. Uh, just an exceptional performance by the Bills. And I think the Rams are in a little bit of trouble. Week one is the biggest overreaction week in the NFL, though. God, did Matt, Matt Stafford look awful? And they couldn't they couldn't run the ball to save their lives. Everything about the Rams looked bad. Yeah. Yeah, Stafford, um, he looked really, really bad. Clearly the elbow's still bothering him. And the Bills, the thing about the Bills is they – I think I picked the Bills too. Yeah, I, I picked the Bills as well. But anyway, the Bills played like a far – like they played far from perfect, and they still dominated. Like they had three first-half turnovers. And they somehow completed 90% of their third downs, which is just unbelievable to me. Like, that doesn't even seem real. But the Bills, the Bills look really good. Like, they looked like the clear Super Bowl favorites, I think, after week one. I would say the only point I would change is I would say the Rams' offensive struggles was way more on their offensive line than any other player. Their offensive Where's line was Cam Akers? That's fair. That's, that's a great question. But their offensive line was horrendous. They're definitely missing – Whitworth at their left tackle. They got to figure that out. Seven sacks. I mean, it's just unacceptable. That's horrible. Why the hell? Why the hell is Kim Akers not playing football? I don't know. I know Sean McVay might know more football than I do. Why is Kim Akers not playing? Because he's in the Miles Sanders poo poo house right now. Doesn't do his doesn't do his job and he doesn't block. Did you draft Cam Akers? No, I didn't draft him in any leagues, but I feel bad for people that did. I mean, that was pathetic. I don't know. I feel like he should be on the field. I saw clips where he, like, legit was the most lazy player I've seen in my life. Yeah, Cam Akers looks horrible. He just doesn't look motivated. I feel like, yeah, I guess in the doghouse. I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird to me to see him not play at all. Like, I did not expect that. So, Cardi, you went you went Bills too, right? I did. I I agreed basically with everything Jackson said. Okay. Yeah. Um, next game, Saints Falcons. Carter, your Super Bowl um, contenders in the NFC, the Saints, barely beat the Falcons. Uh, you can start us off. Um, it was not pretty. I said it wasn't going to be pretty for a while though, with Winston coming back and the new weapons. Uh, it's going to take some time for sure. Uh, Michael Thomas. Looked good. Um, I'm glad to see him healthy, just on a personal note, because I'm a very huge Michael Thomas fan, obviously, since he went to Ohio State. But I think they'll figure it out. I think the the Falcons look better than I thought they were going to in my eyes. Now they're still not going to win a lot of football games, but they actually surprised me a little bit. There was a lot of teams that surprised me this week. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. 
Um, but I think the Saints will be fine. It's week one. I'm not really overreacting or underreacting to anything. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Michael Thomas is definitely good. He looked really, really good. Um, the Saints were down, was it like 14 or 16 going to the fourth quarter or something yes. like that? And they had a, obviously Falcons, typical Falcons, completely blew the lead. Um, but the issue with the Saints, I felt like, was they got dominated in the trenches as well. Jameis Winston was sacked, what was it? I don't know, a shit ton of times. Jameis Winston was on his ass a lot of times. And the fact that the Falcons are beating you on the offensive and defensive line, it's really bad. Because there are offensive and defensive lines that are much better than the Atlanta Falcons. So that is the only issue for the Saints, I think, down the road, I thought. O'Neal? Yeah, um, I think it's like, again, I don't like to overreact or underreact to week one games because you have a lot of time to figure things out throughout the NFL. Um, like if I'm the Saints, I'm worried. You barely got uh, Alvin Kamara. You got him barely any touches. He looked like a non-factor. He's uh, injured now. Is he out or questionable? Something with Bruce. Right? They just picked Latavius Murray off waivers. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think it's anything significant, though. Like, like Bruce Ribs, like – uh, players play through that every week in the NFL. Um, but the Saints looked horrible. They did not look like a good football team. Uh, and Jameis Winston, you know, uh, everyone's saying he's got three great receivers now, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, which he does. He should look a lot better than how he looked. Uh, he, he struggled to move the football. Now, granted, he got it done when he needed to, but he got it done against a bad defense. Uh, and the NFC South is a it's a good it's a good division, and the NFC is a great conference. Uh, so Winston's really got to figure this out a lot quicker because he had last year to learn. He learned under Drew Brees. Uh, the process and the repetition should be there now, and it doesn't look like it is. Uh, I don't think it's panic time yet for the Saints, but there's some cause for concern because Jameis Winston couldn't move the ball in the first three quarters. Uh, so it's got to change. It's got to change quickly. No, I, and we, I agree with that. Yeah, and we all picked the Saints, right? Yeah. yeah. I would say the Saints do get a pass because they do get to face the Falcons and Panthers twice, like four times in total. So at least they get some easy opponents to try to get their offense. And defense. But how 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 they looked right here? I don't think that's a guaranteed four zero. That right now looks like a two. Well, I don't think it is either. But I think if like if you're gonna like, they still won the game. So at least they still are one zero. At least they still learned. So like, that's true. They're learning through winning instead of learning through losing. Um, 49ers, Bears. Uh, we all got an L on this one, I'm pretty sure, unless someone picked the Bears. No. Um, I think if the field was not a monsoon, I think the 49ers win. I just – I think it was perfect scenario for the Bears. And the 49ers are just sloppy. But I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't do much away from it, but uh, – I think you're right. I think a big part of uh, the 49ers issue was Trey Lance. Uh, for his first career start, um, I don't know, actually, I, I don't know if it was his first career start, but uh, for the first time, you know, it's really his team. He looked horrible. Now, Grant, I, you cannot uh, overreact to it because the conditions were some of the worst in the NFL. Uh, I think the I think the Niners will be fine. I think Trey Lance will be fine. It was a perfect game for the Bears. You got one of your best teams out of your way early, and you played them in horrible conditions, and you beat them. Uh, so I think it was a statement win for the Bears because, uh, you know, even still, good opponent. Like, you got to go out, you got to battle the Niners. Great D-line, great secondary, uh, great linebacking core. Uh, and defensively, you held with them. Uh, I think it was a better win for the Bears than it was a bad loss for the Niners. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that, Jack. Um, I think the Bears, the Bears honestly surprised me. Like, I thought no way in hell they were winning that game. In the first half, Justin Fields, like, two for nine for, like, 19 yards. In the second half, he finished, what was it, five for eight, 102 yards and two touchdowns. In the second half alone, and they scored three. They scored back-to-back-to-back to back to back touchdowns. I legit didn't think the Bears were capable of doing that. Like, no matter the weather, that's still pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, their line looked like shit, but the, the fact that they won that game, that was that was very impressive to me. No, you're right, and I think another big issue too, uh, or at least something to tackle, is how good Justin Fields looked in his second uh, second season in the NFL. Granted, the conditions were horrible; he did not look good in the first half, couldn't move the football, but he made some of those like eyebrow raising plays that Mac Jones will never make, that Trevor Lawrence will never make. You're like, all right, no, this kid might be something special. Like that one rollout where he avoided two sacks in the backfield, cut it left, and then throws it. Like that's something you see in Madden. And that was beautiful. Uh, like if Fields has that in him. He could be a great quarterback. 
Carter. Jacob, you look like you want to, you, you look like you want to say something. Huh? You look like you wanted to say something about one of the names that was oh, mentioned well, by Mr. O'Neill. His constant negativity towards Trevor Lawrence is just pathetic. <laughs> just because he's an Ohio State fan and he hates Trevor Lawrence. But he oh, no, whenever I, he gets I, the I, chance, oh, no, 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 hold on. I, I whenever you get the chance, Trevor Lawrence wasn't going to be a great quarterback. No, and so far, oh, I, look, I look fantastic on that. <laughs> I don't see the fantastic. What has Trevor Lawrence done? We've all expected struggles from his first year with that team that he had, and he made good throws yeah, last week. He did not look. He did not look significantly good last week. He looked like an average NFL quarterback. I said he made good throws. Yeah, but he's supposed to be this like top tier QB one, and he looked bad. If the team had to choose between Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, they, they choose would Justin take, Fields. They would take Trevor Lawrence. Thirty-two out of thirty-two teams. I don't think you're right. Not if Jack was GMing. Not if Jack was GMing. No, I think it's, I, I think it's I, very close to 50 I don't want to see a Jack team. I, I would take Justin Fields, too, but that doesn't mean that Trevor Lawrence is a terrible quarterback or should be given up on. I'm I'm trying to save GMs the hassle. I say give up on Trevor Lawrence now. He's a career <laughs> backup. <laughs> I would say with the Bears, though, I think if that defense with Eberflus, if he has the, like those boys running around, I honest, I think they could be a pesky team. Not a good team, not yeah. even like a seven-eight win team. I think like they'd be the a Lions last year. Be a pesky team, yes. But I think that's a better exactly, version yeah. of the Lions. I think they can. I think their defense is better than the Lions was last year. Completely agree with that. Um, next game was probably the best game on the slate, or at least most crazy. Uh, Steelers Bengals. Ever McPherson is human. He can miss. But I think the biggest thing is that T.J. Watt. He's out for six weeks. I honestly, I think that probably knocks. It, it, it's Pittsburgh, so they'll f- probably find a way. But that's a huge loss. and great for the Browns because we play in Week Three without TJ Watt. Yes, O'Neal. Yeah, um, I don't think any of that game should be pinned on Evan McPherson. I think that in uh, entire game, regardless of Joe Burrow's four interceptions, number eighty-four, uh, the backup long snapper, uh, I think he should be cut. He should not only be cut; he should be made fun of, run amok. Um, I, I think public humiliation is, is very fair to what he did to the Bengals. The Steelers-Bengals, one of the bigger rivalries in the uh, AFC, you cannot lose a game like that where your long snapper cost you the game twice. Twice. I mean, Bur- Burrow threw four picks and had to fight all the way back, get his team down into scoring position, and then throws a touchdown to Jamar, Jamar Chase as time expires, only for the best kicker in the NFL not even to have a chance because a long snapper blows the snap. And then same thing, same thing in overtime. Evan McPherson, a shot, he's got to play uh, a kick well within his range. High snap by the long snapper. McPherson pulls it left. That game's completely on the long snapper of the Cincinnati Bengals and should be cut immediately. Carter, you seem like you have a thought that you'd like to get after. Best that. kicker in the NFL? Justin Tucker, hello? I didn't, I didn't say he was the best. I said he was one of the best. I don't know if, if McPherson still has to make those kicks, Jackson. No, no I, 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 that's where I disagreed. The, those snaps were so bad. I don't remember wrong. the one being. I remember the kick, one. The no, one was high. A kicker. A kicker. No, no. The, the other one, one was, was high. Bad. No, the one was the not other, that bad, Jackson. The other one was high and late. It was high and late, and it gave the Steelers a chance to uh, how could, how uh, get around be, the edge and block it. How could he be late when he? Because it was a slow snap. If you, because I was watching, I watched that game live. It was a slow snap. It got there slow. That game is entirely on the long snapper. It was two bad snaps that cost the Bengals a win. I don't know. I mean, okay, personally. Yard field goal. Sir, how you go? I mean, you're both right in some sense, I think. But Joe Burrow played, like, absolute shit. Like, that was okay. Joe Burrow's worst game of his career by far. By oh, far. no, I, I definitely think it was, Bur- it was a big collective reason. I was just pointing out that McPherson, who's – And that's yeah. why – and that's why that yeah. game – is more to me a sign of of what's to come for the Steelers and not what's to come for the Bengals. I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong. Joe Burrow will ever will not play that bad again this season. I agree. The Steelers were handed handed that game on a silver platter, and it, and they couldn't get it done. No, 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 no. You get four interceptions from a they top ten done. quarterback. They done. They did win. Hold on. No, Hold but on. but no. It should have been a blowout. It should have been a blowout. 
four maybe it's because it's Trubisky turnovers. like Baker Mayfield last year. It's very similar that's, to what that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's, who that's tried exactly to say that? Jackson, you tried to say that Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. You Mr. and when Biscay Nolan came on this ass. podcast. Yeah, but, no, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Steelers defense is better than advertised, though. I do think that the Steelers that's, defense is that's very, fine. Very, but that's no what I'm saying. The The Steelers should have won. The Steelers should have won. They should have won by a lot more than they did. And that's and that's going to be a problem for them and going down the stretch. If you get four turnovers from Joe Burrow, who's a top 10 quarterback, and you can't get the job done. I received excellent news today that I will get a live look in two weeks. I'm going to the Thursday night game. My father got tickets. So I will get a live look at how the Steelers will be performing live. But in my opinion, they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Well, I don't know. I don't think the Steelers really had a lot of expectation on them to begin with. I was surprised that they somehow won that football game, and I legit think they could start 2-0. And honestly, the Browns are a very beatable team as well. So there's a chance they go 3-1, and and that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, the Steelers are always there, and they're always good. It makes no sense, but Trubisky's going to somehow find a way to pick it up just because he's a Steeler, I think. The TJ thing though is just so big for me because he does so much. He gets so much pressure up the line. Because now Highsmith is gonna, he's not gonna be able to just go. It's basically a free rush because TJ's getting doubled. But yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how the AFC North works out. But I think the Bengals are gonna bounce back for when we get to our picks episode. I'll be hammering the Bengals because they will bounce back. But um, Eagles Lions. I think we all picked the Bengals then there too. By the yes. way, yeah, we did. Um, Eagles Lions. I think we were split on this. I went Eagles. Someone else with the Eagles with me. I think Carter did. I think Carter. the Eagles were the biggest winner of the weekend. Not because not because they beat the Detroit by three, but because their biggest competitor in the division, the uh, Dallas Cowboys, lost the quarterback for six weeks. So I think that division is now wide open for the Eagles to take. But they're Colin Cowherd is somebody they actually agreed with. One of the few things he says that I agree with: the Eagles' running game and the way they just stick to it. They had 240 yards on the ground, I think, between the running backs and Hurts. They do something great. They do it always. They do it well. I think the Eagles are a team to be in that NFC. Yeah, well, and, and Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown together look absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that too. forgot about that. They, they look beautiful, that duo. Jackson, your Lions lost um, thoughts. Uh, yeah. I, I am disappointed that the Lions lost. Uh, I'll say this, though. Uh, I, I want to give a lot of credit to Jalen Hurts. I've been very uh, skeptical on Jalen Hurts in the past. He looked phenomenal start uh, the year. Uh, the A.J. Brown trade looks like a massive win. Uh, Devontae Smith showed shades of Jalen Rager yesterday. I, I didn't get one catch. Um, no, he had zero. He had zero. Yeah, Devontae yeah. Smith was blanketed. Um, I will say this about the Lions. My big thing was with the Lions. I thought their defense was going to be a big reason they stayed in games this year. And I thought the offense was going to, you know, that was going to be the big issue with Jared Goff still at quarterback. That offense put up 35, and DeAndre Swift looks like a top five running back after uh, some of his performance. If your offense is looking like that under Dan Campbell, I think you're going to be all right. Because I, I, I think the defense, they're going to turn around. Aiden Hutchinson just played in his first NFL game. Okuda just came back from his first game of injury in over a year. I think the Lions have a – I still think they have a lot of potential this year. The offense looked that good. They still get to add uh, Jamison Williams when he gets back. And I think the defense can only get better from uh, week one. The Lions, I still think, are a legit team this year to win six, seven, eight games. I do worry that they did the same exact thing last year. They put up a shit ton of points and then obviously they never rebounded. I'm not saying it'll happen again, but I think week one is just so weird with how games are played and how many points are scored. No, I, I agree with that, but I, I think, too, something different than last year it was last year's usually the Lions had these big leads and then teams would find miraculous ways to come back and get in those games and win. This year it was different. This year the Lions, they, they should have had no chance. They were down by, like, uh, three scores with, uh, in the fourth quarter, and they came back and cut it to three. Uh, I think it's a good sign for the Lions. Again, it's only game one. I think they'll be okay. Carter, anything about this game? I got nothing that hasn't already been said. All right. Um, next game, Patriots-Dolphins. I had a horrible picks weeks, but this was my most proudest moment because I nailed this game to a T. Dolphins win. Patriots looked, Patriots looked awful. Um, 
Yeah, that's the data I had this game. The Patriots didn't look they didn't they didn't look good. Yeah. Uh, Terry they, never, really good. they never look good in Miami though. Like I, I think both these teams will be fine going over. You were right. I picked the Pats anyway, but they never look good in Miami, especially early when it's hot. I oh really got it. Tua. Who has a who has a worse arm? Tua or Brissett? Well, Brissett. But Tua, like he did make some good throws. The one where he missed Tyreek Hill about 20 yards short when he was wide open, not great. Tua but it was he's gonna be the death of that team. Because they're very talented. Because they, no, they, they did play a relatively good game. That's, if that's Tua's good game, they are not going to be a good football team this year. Tua's arm is actually pathetic. Jackson, I think I would rather have you in backyard football trying to throw. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, he had no velocity on his passes, too. It was so, like, wimpy. Like, Tyreek Hill is going to get so frustrated. And Waddle. Jalen Waddle, too. Jalen Waddle, uh, he does have the best celebration in the NFL right now. Every time he doesn't want waddle, oh, waddle, waddle dance after his touchdown. That's so sick. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, next game, we're not going to talk about it. Ravens, Jets. Lamar looked good throwing the ball, and the Jets looked horrible. Uh, next game, <laughs> Jaguars, Commanders. Um, this is basically just a toss up. I went Jaguars. Um, I think someone else, went, I think me and Jack went Jaguars. And the other two yeah, I want Jaguars. Uh, once again, Trevor Lawrence continues to uh, just sell me. Uh, what great quarterbacks do is when they have leads in the fourth quarter, what do they do? They close. What Trevor Lawrence do? He folded. Uh, really bad look for Trevor Lawrence. Um, he should be ashamed of himself. Uh, the Jaguars are in trouble. Doug Peterson's not a legit head coach uh, because he doesn't have a legit quarterback. Uh, <laughs> No, Jags in trouble. That's a bad team, top to bottom, starting at the quarterback position. That team will be in trouble for four more years. Uh, I will say, good for the Redskins. Good for Ron Rivera. Uh, school season uh-uh, starts. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. What? Redo it. What? <laughs> Redo it. The Washington what? Commanders. I'm sorry. The Washington Commanders. Force a habit. Uh, the I thought he was talking about Ron Rivera because Jake had a whole spiel about how Ron is terrible last year too. Yeah, well, uh, I feel bad anyways, for Ron, was, but he's. Not, I feel like he's not a good coach. Sorry, it, it was good to see Ron Rivera go one and zero. Rivera's a good dude. He is, sorry, they will always be the Redskins. Sorry, people are soft. Um, no, I'll, I'll continue calling them the Redskins. That's pathetic. Commanders. Oh. All right, you're done. You're done. No, you lost your ability. To I will say no. No, let you're me say that. Let me say this. No, no, hold on. No, no, no. You're done. This is the most Hunter segment I've ever heard from you. Carter, you will go. Two-minute timeout. What is there really to say? The only reason I, the only reason I had any care of this game is because Terry McLaurin was in it, and he played well. But like, it's just those two teams. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Carson Wentz looked good. Oh, my God. What did I say in the last episode? He looks good some weeks, and he looks terrible other weeks. It's going to be like this all season. He did not look that bad. And Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin might be some of the two best options that he's had in a long time. So I honestly think that Wentz could be a competent quarterback this year. Don't forget about Jahan Dodson, too. Jahan Dodson had a great uh, he had a great debut on Sunday. Yeah, and that's not for Elvin. That's Carson Wentz did have, he had a 46 QBR though. Trevor Lawrence had a 48. So I I don't know if that's he looked his. better than what the stats said. <laughs> so you're saying Trevor Lawrence is a taller Carson Wentz? No, I was I was just trying to like but that's how Carson played. looked good. His good was a 46 QBR. When you said Trevor Lawrence played awful. He had a better QPR than who Hunter said played good. One quarterback won, the other lost. Oh, you're done. Oh, talking about quarterbacks winning and losing. Uh, Browns, Panthers. Um, I think we'll just go right to Carter. I think we all have our thoughts on this game, but I think <laughs> Carter wants to go first. No. We all have a group chat. And and a certain member likes to live text the entire game that we are all watching for some reason. So I muted that group chat and decided to provide my thoughts after the game, which I saved for this moment. 
Baker Mayfield was so lucky that Delpit turned into Andrew Sandejo because he would have had less than 150 yards of passing if it wasn't for him. Besides two bombs, a long seam route and a long post from Robbie Anderson that accumulated over 125 yards of passing, Baker Mayfield would have passed for 150. Pretty close uh, to it. Real quickly, there's no shot that the Robbie Anderson pass and the Tommy Tremble reception went for 125 yards combined. Robbie Anderson's was 75 yards, and I'm so you're sure. telling me Tommy Trembles was 50 plus? No, he was that, was it, was that 50 yards? Ian Thomas was 50. There's no, was it really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm I was wrong. wrong. Yeah, I didn't see that game. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield stood back there in his igloo and continued to throw duck after duck that was swatted down by almost every player on the Browns defensive lineman. And then when he got the ball over the defensive line, it was a horrid, a horrid pass. I mean, 700-mile-an-hour fastballs flying over the receivers. It, it was awful. It was an atrocious performance and a QB-friendly offense. Like, every throw was quick. It was just, it was just way right, way left. And now, before Jackson goes, let me guess. Maybe DJ Moore ran the wrong routes. Maybe Robbie Anderson did a little snake route and just was happened to be wide open and Baker made a marvelous play. I don't know. But all I know is the quarterback that trotted out there, I would take Jacoby Brissett's game 10 out of 10 times. See, just that's to, hold on, Jack, before you go, before you go, I do just want to reconfirm Carter's stat. If you take away those two throws, he threw for 110 yards. I was like, what are we going to talk about? Let me go first. Let me go first. Butts, me go real first. quick, real quick, real quick. I will. If Fips and Butts were candy and nuts, we'd all the Merry Christmas. I will say this. I will say this about the game. In the first half, I did begin to feel bad. That's how pathetic the performance was. Now, listen. Was bad. Yeah, no. Now, the second half, I will commend Baker for sticking to the course. And, yes, those throws were wide, naked, open. I'm aware of that. But... The scramble he had, he showed heart like he always does. He he he's always shown heart. He's always shown passion. That's what I did love about Baker Mayfield, and I do con- I do commend him for sticking to the course and leading that team to a comeback. Is what what he did. Yes, yes, the throws were wide open, and yes, the Browns turned into like Helen Keller. I'm aware of that, but he did make that a game. I thought, which is fine. And I understand that that's a great point. But the problem is, is he decided to come out in the presser beforehand and say, and I quote, I'm going to fuck them up. And he indeed said that, never said that, never said that. You know, he didn't say that. Okay, hold on. So you can debate if he said that or if he said that or if he didn't say that. Jackson, he made T-shirts. Now, that's where he draws attention to himself constantly, Jackson. And that's the issues I will always have with Baker. And you you know what happened? And you know what happened? He was miles there. went those T-shirts being made. Like to when, when he lost, he get made fun of to get more fuel to the Browns' defense. All right, can I get my two minutes say on this game? He, he can't get out of his own way. Okay, guys, actually, not yet. You go, you go, you go. All right, uh, I'm not gonna say anything to uh, rants here. Like I've said all episode long, uh, week one, I don't think you can make huge overreactions or underreactions. Uh, in week one, I'll say this, um, Hunter and Jake, I am starting to respect your opinions on Baker and uh, the state of his uh, performance a lot more as time goes on. Every time I look at Carter, I, I just see someone who's deranged and has no idea what NFL football is. Uh, Carter's gotten to the point where Baker is so psychotically drilled in his head that he has to overreact to every little thing he does. Uh, let me take you through my weekend. I went down to Cincinnati, uh, visited some great friends. Uh, quick shout out, I told him I'm going to give him one. Kyler, Kayla, Shannon, Elliot, uh, Trevor, and Kaylee. Great seeing you guys. Um, oh, and Sam. Uh, so I didn't get to see uh, hardly any of the Browns games because I was on a bus from Cincinnati to Athens where the Browns game was uh, blacked out. So I was just watching Red Zone. So I got very few clips. Um, what I did see live was Cade York drill a field goal that would have been good for 70 yards to win the game, and I was going nuts. That was so sweet. He's a massive um, No, that was that was insane. That was one of the best kicks I've ever seen in my life. And I, I don't mean for that to be an overreaction. But that's a rookie day one kicker who just made, who made a sixty yard field goal uh, down. What was it down one to win the game? 
utterly insane. Phenomenal job by Cade York. Uh, I'll say this about Baker. Uh, I still love Baker. I have the utmost respect for Baker Mayfield and what he did for my franchise. Um, looking back on the highlights, first half, he looked putrid. He looked really bad. I'll fully admit to that. Uh, again, it was his first game uh, in a brand-new Matt Rule system. I thought DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, I thought they were fine. I thought they played a good game. I thought McCaffrey looked good. Uh, O-line, iffy, but Baker looked really bad in the first half. Second half, I thought Baker did a good job. Um, he made the throws when he needed to make them. Granted, they were wide open, but he made them, and that's what good quarterbacks do. Uh, and then uh, Baker's, Baker's big drawback last year was when you had to drive to win it, you couldn't get it. Uh, this year he got it, and I, this is where I do feel bad for Baker when he finally gets that you know game winning drive. Uh, granted, the Browns defense helped him out a little bit. Uh, he then gets screwed by a rookie kicker drilling uh, one of the best kicks I've ever seen. Uh, so I, I'm not going to overreact or underreact to Baker. Bad first half, decent second half is what I'll give him. Jake, real quick, uh, what I want to point out to you, and like I don't mean this like in a disrespectful way, uh, I'm not a huge fan of what Baker does off the field, like the T-shirts and the comments and stuff. I, I think that I'm going to F them up comment. I think that was blown out of proportion by a really bad report, reporter, in my opinion. I think that's on the reporter. And that's, and that's something I don't like about Baker. I think Baker gets a lot of bad media attention, and I think a lot of it's on the fault of the media because Baker's a fiery guy. The T-shirts I don't love. Um, not that Baker made them. Uh, he said in an interview that was his team. Now, it still has Baker's name on it. That's responsibility of him. You can shut that down. The only comment you made that I don't like is you said you don't like your quarterback drawing unnecessary attention to him. And the current Cleveland Browns quarterback uh, is Deshaun Watson, who has drawn more attention than I think any quarterback in recent years. Um, and I don't mean that in like a negative I just – I don't think that play makes any sense. Uh, with that said, uh, Baker's got to work on the off-the-field stuff a little bit. He's got to quiet down a little bit. Uh, but I think, I think he'll be okay. Uh, I don't know what I said that's going to draw Carter crazy. Uh, one quarterback had 26 sexual assault allegations, and the other one made T-shirts. Well, Jax, my main push I was trying to say is that Baker just can't get out of his own way when he's doing, like, these different things. Like, he wonders why the media does this to him, and then he proceeds to do this type of shit. Like, Jackson, Baker was, for the first time in his career, every single person on planet Earth, with the exception of a small little town named Cleveland, was rooting for him. And that he still found a way to turn people off with these T-shirts, like it's incredible, no, Jackson. Oh, he can do that to him. No, 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 I, Jake, I completely agree with that. That's a bad, that's a bad look for Baker. I just don't, I don't think it's a great point to say you don't like your quarterback drawing unnecessary attention to him when, you know, the Browns' starting quarterback can't stay out of court. Well, and he did do that when he was not our quarterback. So at since that's he's fair, been but here, he still, he still is the Browns' on, quarterback. Because their quarterback he still made, he, be a leader and should not be doing some he did that stuff in houston but anyway i, I, I think we've talked about enough about carolina i do want to touch on the browns i don't think we really talked about them much um nick chubb and cream hunt still the best running duo in the league they look phenomenal um o-line looked good defense with the exception of those two plays looked pretty dominant the panthers went nowhere with exception of those two things and the big question of jacoby Brissett, he didn't look great he missed a good amount of throws. There's film now coming out where he missed Nick Chubb for wide open touchdown in the backfield. There's a couple of things that he just didn't do. But when we needed him to get us in field goal position to win a game, he did that. So if Jacoby can just – because at this rate, we're, we don't – like last year, we were looking at Baker to see could it be our franchise quarterback. We know Jacoby's not going to be the franchise quarterback, so I honestly don't care how he plays as long as we win. So if the Browns – the Browns can be like around 500 when Deshaun comes back. I think they give them a real shot at making the playoffs, which I think means the next three games all have to be wins. Because after that, we are probably going to lose the next five to six games. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, let me, right. throw one more, well, let me throw one more quick thing out here. It's not about uh, Baker or the Panthers. Uh, it does have something to do with this game, though. Uh, you were just talking about the Brissett missing Nick Chubb wide open, and that reminded me of what I saw on Twitter. Uh, I want the Browns to cut Jedrick Wills. Uh, and he's a decent left tackle, but there are three people, there are three sports figures I just, well, no, two sports figures I just really hate. No matter what they do, I'll always hate them. Anderson Deho, Jedrick Wills, no matter, oh, and Lori Markkinen, no matter what they do, for whatever reason, I will always hate them. And Jedrick Wills looked piss poor on Sunday. 
couldn't finish a block to save his life, couldn't make a block downfield to save his life. When Jack Conklin is back, I want Wills on the bench, and I want James Hudson to take over. Because Hudson at least played with Hudson at least played no Hudson plays at least with some effort. With Bill Callahan, I think will be okay. Jedrick Wills looked absolutely pathetic as a left tackle, and I was getting pissed off just watching the film. He looks lost out there, and every time he gets beat, what does he do? He just stands and looks at his quarterback with his hands in his pocket. He's a piss poor left tackle, and I get sick and tired of seeing it on Sundays. Jackson, I agree with every single thing you said. Legit, every single thing. He does have a motor issue, but I still think he's a solid left tackle. Oh, but I, I would say know. James Hudson looked phenomenal. Oh, I thought Hudson looked great. He did look but, good. He did look good. No, I don't get how you're a, like a 6'4", 320-pound man, and when someone beats you, you legit sit there and bitch and moan. He literally looked pouty. How do you believe you're a starting offensive lineman? That's what pissed me off. I was like, he legit looks like he doesn't want to be there, and that's what made me he mad. He looks entitled. Like He almost looks yeah. entitled. Those Bama fuckers. All right, uh, we got to move on to the next game. Spent a little too much time on that game. Uh, Colts, Texans. I called the Texans with the upset win, and God How damn it, they deserved it, and they should have won. I'm pissed about that game. Is, are we Pardon? just saying this is a tie? Are we saying this is a loss? Are we excluding it from saying we throw it out? No, no, last year we kept ties. This is a tie. Because you, you, can, you can predict a tie if you want to predict a tie. So... Technically, I, that I means still think I should have won that game. Though. That technically. technically means I'm still undefeated in Chipotle game of the week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, continue. Um, I would Michael Pittman look like a wide receiver one, and um, Davis Mills looked solid. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah, um, I think the I think I think they'll look better, but. You know, Texans at home, week one, it's weird. A lot of players don't play in the preseason anymore. So I think they could defeat them themselves, but yeah. No, the entire the entire AFC South is a joke. Like ever all four of those teams are not good football teams. I think the Colts, they don't want an opener in nine years. And I actually thought they were trying to lose. Like it was honestly pathetic watching Rodrigo Blankenship and the entire Colts trying to like win a football game because they couldn't do it. Blankenship got cut. Two days later, which he should have, because he can hit a field goal inside like forty yards, like anything past that, he's legit not even close. And the Colts' offense, Matt Ryan looked, I guess, kind of like Matt Ryan, like kind of how I thought he would look. But Jonathan Taylor looked good. Their defense looked very mediocre. They, they were a boring football team. Like the Colts are just a boring football team. Um, I guess we'll move on, right? Unless someone else has a thought. Yeah, we're good. Um, Giants Titans. Titans were winning this for the majority of the game. The Giants had heart, came all the way back in the second half. Um, the Giants team last year would have folded, put their legs up, and just got it, just let it all in. But they actually they actually showed fight. They win the game. Love Dable. Dable actually his reaction after the game was just so wholesome. Carter, what's, what's going on, everybody? I'll continue. Yeah, no. The, the Giants look good. I've always, I always liked Brian Dable. I just didn't think the roster was good enough. But Saquon looked great. Uh, even that two-point conversion, it looked like it was going to just get stopped because it was not open, and yet he broke his ankles. Um, good one for the Giants. I'm so happy I drafted Saquon in four of my six fantasy leagues because, my God, did he look good. My God. All right, that's all. He's probably gonna get injured. He, like, he, he like, always looks good and then he gets injured. Like you're fine. That's no, no not, not last year. He didn't look like this at all last year. No, this this is a different Saquon that we got last year. What were you he was laughing injured. at, by the way? Like, no, hold on, time out. No, he wasn't. Why did you fall off the screen laughing? I was so confused by that. Jake goes to the Giants team last year. Would have laid down, put their legs in the air. Jake made a sexual comment that we don't condone. Yeah, Carter, Carter, can't, Carter can't handle those. <laughs> All right, next game. <laughs> uh, Packers Vikings. Um, the Vikings look pretty good. Um, Jay Jettas, uh, he was on pace. To, he was on pace to break a record after the first half. Um, Aaron Rodgers and his receivers. I it's gonna make a soap opera this entire season. 
he obviously is, does not trust any of them. After Watson draft that very first pass for a touchdown, he did not get a target to the fourth quarter. So, like, obviously he has issues. This Packers team may fall apart. Even though they're, they're talented, I don't think they will. But it's, it'll be interesting how this plays out. And the Vikings, I think, are legit. But we're not going to overreact, but the Vikings looked very good. And they have a legit defense, too, I think, this year. Like, the Vikings defense oh, played really good. well. Like, yeah, no, they did look really good. Carter, uh, I this this was the closest game I I called it to a T. I said Vikings would win by a couple scores. I said it would take Aaron Rodgers a couple weeks to get used to the new offense, especially with life without Devontae Adams. I think they'll both be fine, but I think the Vikings are legit this year. O'Neal, nothing. I no, I think uh, Kevin O'Connell had the best debut of the NFL head coach this this year. Uh, the Vikings offense just looked beautiful. Like everything about it, like the script coming out of the game was good. The adjustments were good. Uh, and he, he used motion so much. Uh, and I think it benefited Justin Jefferson so much. Because uh, last year under Zimmer, you didn't see Jefferson in motion a whole lot. Uh, so he was like, he was a phenomenal receiver kind of playing from a standstill. This year you're moving Jefferson pre-snap and the defenses are all confused. And look, look what happened one game in. Uh, so if you're Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, you you absolutely love your new head coach. Uh, and I think he's legit. Like, I, I didn't think the Vikings uh, – again, I don't like to overreact to week one games. This is the week one game I'm going to overreact to. I think the Minnesota Vikings are a legit football team. Uh, that, that'll be my – that's my big overreaction for week one. I thought the offense was phenomenal. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers not targeting Watson until the fourth quarter, I think that was purely intentional. Like, hey, you don't draw my touchdown passes on Aaron oh, Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, I know. It definitely was. But Jackson, I, I, no, but I, 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 I think Aaron Rodgers is honestly okay with that loss, knowing he didn't target Watson at all the entire second, third, fourth quarter, knowing that Watson's kind of got to be his wide receiver one. Uh, I, think, I, I think the Packers bounce back from this. And I think Watson will bounce back and have a good year. But I think that's uh, what Rodgers was thinking there. No, and I agree with the Vikings thing because they honestly looked really good. I would, I think him, O'Connell, and McDaniel's in Miami had the two best debuts because the teams both won. They both looked good, and the offense looked pretty good for both teams. Um, Chiefs Cardinals, congrats to Jack. What all this the hell was that? Um, uh, Carl, yeah, I'll tell you exactly what that was. Oh, no, that was the most what? predictable. No, quarter. that was the most predictable no, 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 no. week one NFL game by a mile. Okay, a mile. first of all, in, in his career, in his career without Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes has uh, better passing. I'm not talking every single passing about category. the Chiefs. And then hold on, no, 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 I, no, no, I told no. you to a T that this is what the Cardinals' offense was going to look like. Tyler Murray's not a special quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury is a pathetic head coach and they're a, they're very easy to figure out and kyler murray without deandre hopkins is not a good quarterback and that's exactly what you saw on display sunday afternoon what the hell are they going to do when cod comes out when the double xp weekends are here how how the hell are you kyler murray sitting at your house all offseason getting slandered by everyone in the media and that's how you come out and perform are, are we serious he looks like a peewee football team. The Chiefs' defense is not that good. They're solid, but they're not that good. That was awful. That was pathetic. It was predictable. That, 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 game, that game pissed me off more than any other game I watched. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs are scoring a little. You know, they, they were dominant. Yeah. And I think they, specifically they, Kyler Murray. Improved too, I yeah. think, too. Because people thought the office was not going to be as good. But they still have Andy Reid. They still have Patty Mahomes. They still have Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Did any of the receivers pop off for the Kansas City? Juju, Juju played well. I don't, Juju I don't, we had necessarily but nothing like crazy. He had 13 fantasy points. That's all I know. Oh my God. That's not bad. Kelsey had a lot of fantasy points. So he had 26. Um, next game, Raiders Chargers. Um, Raiders had a. I think it was. A game we all kind of predicted that it was going to be cl- actually no, I think Carter predicted a blowout. I said a two-score Chargers win, so I was wrong. It was only yeah. one score. But I think for the most part, like it was going to be close. The Raiders had a chance to win at the end. They just going to get it home. Um, I want to say how many? I think Devontae Adams has targeted like half of um, Carr's throws or something like that. It was he crazy so the amount of times he targeted um, Adams. He looks so good. Yeah, the uh, Chargers win. Bosa 
and Khalil Mack looks great next to each other. That defense, they could actually, they can be an elite defense because the offense is already going to be really good. They could have a chance of actually making a lot of noise with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, not much to say. That was yeah. pretty much it. You copied that up. Um, Bucks, Cowboys. I think my biggest takeaways from each. Oh, sure. Jackson, just go ahead. Sorry, right. this 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 no. Game, no, this game just made me really happy, and I'll tell you why. No, Jake, I'm I'm sorry, but like this game made me really happy. I had thoughts, but no, they're gone. <laughs> sorry, this just this game made me so happy. I'm not a, I'm not a Cowboys hater. I do hate I stupid am. football, which means I hate I don't care. Which means I do hate Jerry Jones and I hate Mike McCarthy because those two idiots don't understand how to run run a football organization. I'll tell you why. Number one in offensive points per game last year. So what do you do? You get rid of your number one receiver for nothing, Amari Cooper, and then you leave CeeDee Lamb with a bunch of nobodies. And with Dak Prescott, you don't put anybody in front of him to protect him. And then you keep the defense identical. That is piss-poor, putrid football management and organization. Jerry Jones should be ashamed of himself. And Mike McCarthy, if he allowed any of this, should also be ashamed of himself. And he deserves Dak Prescott to be out for six weeks. And Mike McCarthy deserves having Cooper rush as his quarterback for the next six weeks. That is awful management from top to bottom, GM to head coach. Everything about the Dallas Cowboys, what they did in the offseason, is awful. They thought you could get rid of your wide receiver one and some of your best O-line pieces and still be a competent football team. And they expected your quarterback to go out there and still throw for 500 yards. Everything about that was piss poor from Jerry Jones to Mike McCarthy. Absolutely pathetic and a huge failure for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, no, you're not wrong at all. I honestly feel like they were saying um, on Sunday Night Football stat that five out of their eight receivers were making their NFL debuts tonight. I didn't realize it was that bad. Like, I kind of felt like it went under the radar a little bit on, like, how pathetic the Cowboys' offseason was. I didn't realize it was that bad. And the sixth receiver was Noah Brown, who played, like, 39 snaps last year. Like, that's not even a ton either. So they pretty much had six dudes that were coming in completely new and completely fresh and young and inexperienced. And even C.D. Lamb is, what, like 22? Like, he's not even old either. They had no veteran. They have no veteran in the receiving core, and they got rid of most of their offensive line. You have two guys in injuries that that will come back. It's yeah. Gallup and someone else. There's two receivers that are coming back. But no, you're not wrong. They, yeah. they did, did nothing in the offseason. Cardi, you look like you want to say something. Even the Bucks, the Bucks didn't look good either. It was just amazing. I, 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 my uncle said this to me when I was very young and I didn't understand it at the time, but you either love the Cowboys or you hate the Cowboys. And I hate the Cowboys because of their fan base. They are the New York Yankees of football. They think they're going to be the greatest thing every single year. Oh, that's a week one. That's why I predicted them to win. Just because I just was bracing myself to hear the boys are back. The boys are back. They're going to the Super Bowl. No, no, just no, just no. It was amazing. It was it was just a classic Tom Brady beatdown. They look better prepared. Every receiver on the Cowboys look just out of sync with Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak Prescott put some balls on the money, and they just weren't making catches or weren't there. Yeah, no, I didn't even think the Buccaneers looked that good either. That's the thing. No, the Buccaneers didn't look great, but they'll figure it out. They have time. I think Brady, the only so. thing to work is like red zone offense because the Buccaneers can change some of those field goals and touchdowns. This game is a blowout. Yeah, I would say yeah. that the Buccaneers O line because I think that was the biggest question coming into it. They actually looked pretty good. They were able to run the ball, and um, if Mike if Michael Parsons gets injured on the Cowboys, that team may only win two games because he does everything defensively, and they yeah. have. All right, last game, Broncos Seahawks. I think we should start a new award. Every week, we name the biggest moron, and I would like to nominate the first, our first winner, Nathaniel Hackett. The Seahawks, sorry, Broncos got the ball with how much time left? Three minutes, right? Going two, three minutes, plenty of time with three, three timeouts. They make it to around the 50, 40 yard line. With, I think there's 50 seconds left with three timeouts. He then proceeded to let all 40 seconds go down the clock to call a timeout to kick a 64 yard field goal with a kicker who's never made it from that distance. And he usually, he, his last kick from 61 yards came in a dome on high sea level. This was just reg, regular sea level in Seattle where it's normally windy and rainy. Maybe the stupidest thing I've, stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
especially yeah. when you're paying your quarterback $250 million. Also, Geno Smith looked good. Mm-hmm. Broncos got to finish drives. Broncos finish drives, they win the game. Yeah, they had fumbling That's issues. They had, anyway. fumb- they had fumbling issues in the red zone with both the running backs, Javante and Owen Gordon. And I think that that dynamic duo can be very, very good, but they cannot be fumbling in the red zone. I mean, they were legit on the one-yard line both times. Also, my Broncos. There's no way to show them off game. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Are we doing pick them? Next episode. Okay. Um, first, just do you guys have your records? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Cardi, you go first. What was your record? I was eight, seven, and one this week. Carter, eight, seven, and one. Jackson. Uh, this would have been my worst performance last year. I went six nine one. I told you, it was a tough week. There was a lot of just weird games. Uh, Hunter, no, I I was really wrong. Yeah, um, I also went eight seven and one. All right, gentlemen, we have a tied for first and a tied for last because Jake also went six nine and one. Look <laughs> at Texans game. The Texas game, I thought I could steal from all of you, and they fucking they blew it. <laughs> they punt. I'm sorry. Last, just very last thought. They're at the 50. This Texas team, no one expects them to do anything. They're at the 50. They just need a couple more yards to get in field goal range. It's fourth down, fourth and short, and they punt. And when else catch that? They punted on fourth down to win the game with like 10 seconds left in overtime. But anyway, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. We all good? All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later.